Hello, you are here on the Walter Schmidt Show one more time. Hello, how are you doing? Everybody who is listening and watching. Now today we have a little bit of special day. Why? It's not always the same special day, but I have a guest. His name, Doc Rio. You know what time it is, folks. That's right. It's time for more IG with Doc. He's in the radio, in the TV. He is a very excellent coach when it comes to communication as well, speaking and much more, but I don't want to go too deep in that. First of all, I want to thank you because I'm honored to have you here on my show, Doc Rio. Tell me and us a little bit about you. Who are you? What are you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Walter? Um, <laughs> it's great to be here and thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, wow. Uh, I am a, I've been a jack of all trades, I want to say. I've been one of those person who grew up in entertainment media. And wow, I grew up in entertainment media as a, as a performer, as a child, and went through entertainment media, went to the military, came out of the military after doing music and television and acting and singing and dancing. And transformed into going into jewelry sales, high pressure sales, and then ended up back in entertainment, uh, producing film, television, uh, press kits and multimedia. And now I'm back in school for education. I'm doing, my focus now is learning experience design. So I'm taking all that multimedia experience and I'm culminating it all to one to help others learn how to use multimedia effectively. So, and I, so I build courses doing that now. Well, it sounds like a very challenging journey you had behind your, yeah. in your life. Uh, you went almost to everything from top to down to everywhere, to, to everything you, you strive a little bit through and the experience that you brought with you now in this nowadays time. You're trying really to transform other people so they understand right. And it's interesting that we have some things kind of in common. You've been in the military, I used to serve the police force, so we have some things that goes very close. Indeed. Interestingly enough, I changed a lot of well in my life, what I was doing in the corporate world, not in the show business. Nevertheless, I attended a class, an actor class once with a pretty well-known personality from, from Los Angeles, nice. but not as much as you did. And now I have really this great question to you because with all those informations, what is exact? What is it exactly you do? I still don't understand. What is it that you serve people with the radio, with television, with all this transformation stuff? What is it about? Well, you know that's an interesting question, and I I, I thank you for asking that because it's it, it's been challenging me for me to transform all the things that I've been doing because I have been creating jobs for myself, and that's been the problem. I wasn't aware of that. I've figured I was running businesses, but I wasn't really aware of that difference in mind thinking until I met our, our coach, JT. And so this, this whole transformation has, has been new for me. So for me, what I do is I build a learning, learning uh, courses and I design learning courses specifically to help people use multimedia so that they can understand how to use either whether it be anything from using PowerPoint or Microsoft Office to Adobe CC Suite, where you're using Photoshop, where you're using Adobe Premiere Pro, where you're using um, 
After Effects, or even a lot of people don't even know how to use Adobe Media Encoder or Adobe Audition for sound. So these tools, you know, could, could span from anywhere. And so it's, diff- it's kind of challenging when, when we focus on that, especially now today, that we have a lot of people in transition, especially like you said, being people who have in, been in service to the government and are used to certain things, maybe government service in, in, in the police force might use certain types of software mm-hmm. that when you get out into the civilian world, you're not used to using. And so a lot of these softwares, I, pieces of software I've used and, and gotten proficient with it. But even if I haven't, I'm pretty quick at picking up how to use different pieces of software. And so I've built training courses on software I didn't even know about, I understand at all, and just started the process on how to teach other people how to use that course in that company. Or even this, we built training programs for what if it's sexual harassment training? What if it's a workplace workplace ethics training? Mm. So these are things that we build courses for, or I specifically like to design courses for, but as a company, Dacria Media, Media LLC designs courses for. Mention one more time, what is the name of the company? Dacria Media LLC. Is there also a website? Uh, yes, docrio.com. Uh, it's in transition because we are actually building in a new course site that we've put up. We've actually restructured a whole learning management system we call it LMS. So if you heard that out there, LMS, LMS, that just means a learning management system, basically a content management system that is designed for putting courses on it, putting, you know, uh, designed out to build courses and of course build funnels for those courses. Mm. Now, you have a lot of different things done in your life, and you're still totally on fire. This is not (laughs) very usual. So there must be something that you have either way in your DNA, or what is it that keeps you so much on fire and just keep going? And you you have achieved so much after all those jobs and military and sales and all those activities from here to there to everywhere but you did so much and you are on a place, on, on a sitting situation, which a lot of people would like to be, but they aren't. What is it that keeps you so much on track? That's funny that you asked that question. I, I've thought about this for a long time on and off. And I never like to say this because I'm a Sagittarian. I'm a, I'm a showy type, you know, in your face, you know, live type person that I have a bit of humility that I didn't think I had and I didn't notice it. And I think part of that humility is because I never looked at the things that I've done as being too big yet. I don't think that I've seen the highest height of what I wanted to do. And now that I'm retired, it's like now I get to play in that field. Now I get to have fun with it and say, okay, let's see how far I can take things, you know, where I think before I was always worried about, oh, I have to achieve this particular goal or I have to, it's a, it's a behavioral thing. It was, I've always had a smile on my face. I've always been this fun loving outgoing type of person. So that part of me actually helps. But I think as my mom said, I've always through my behavior had this intrinsic value for, had this intrinsic value for learning, Mm -hmm. learning, how to do more with media or learning how to do more with music or learning how to do more with, with entertainment consistently. And so I'm always digging and learning and, and, and that value and not just in, 
in media, but that value just in learning educational stuff. I mean, I'm going to school at USC right now for a master's in education. I originally went, was go, supposed to be going to USC for music. Well, then next later years, I was originally supposed to be there for film and television. Dropped that opportunity. Both opportunities I passed up and now I'm in school for education. The third time's a charm. And not too many people get an opportunity to go to, to this particular type of private school that many times. I mean, there's people paying illegally to get in this school. So uh, these, these honors, I think, come from a lot of positive energy. And as I was telling someone else, I'm a strength finder uh, lover. I love strength finder because it, I think it's opened up a world for me mentally mm -hmm. to understand that my top five strengths, even though there's 34 of them, but my top five strengths are woo, winning others over, communication, positivity, consistency, and futuristic. And when we talk about the first three, winning others over communication and positivity, that's, I think that's the most powerful thing that's, that, that people get for me and they feel comfortable or not everybody, but a lot of people feel comfortable when, when I'm in their presence and they feel welcome and they feel like they're part of the community. And I think that's the most important thing. The more we welcome people, the more we share things with people, the more we connect with people, the more we grow individually. And I've learned that recently. And, and I mean, it's taken me years of going up the scale, losing it all. I worked for Universal, I lost it all and ended up on Skid Row. Woke up on the curb on Skid Row, said, what am I doing? Went back into education. And it's because of that, I think, that I've been waking up to the power of communing and unity, making community. It's interesting because nowadays with this corona issue that we have, not only nationally, but globally, with a huge impact into almost or actually every industry, most of them negative, others positive, and others they don't know what to do with. Now, in this perspective, with your experience that you have made, made so many changes in your life and you always could find out a way into another direction. Now, for all those listeners here, what would be your biggest advice on how to deal with those issues, to be really ready for something new, not being scared too much or, or at all, to have an open door to create new jobs or to create new activities in terms of getting another job, another company, and being successful? What is it? That's a challenging question. And I think that I have to explain it this way. When I was, when the pandemic hit, I was working on 88.5 KCSN, KC Sun, the radio station there as an editorial assistant. Um, this was just a side gig while I was finishing some schoolwork. But at the same time, I really enjoyed being there, helping other students learn how to be journalists, learn how to be better radio broadcasters. I mean, as a program director, that's, I found that, you know, at kpcradio.com, I love that opportunity. And I think that opportunity also opens up the opportunity for them to create intellectual property, which is our most important tool. When I ask, when you ask that question, to me, it's, it's, it's challenging to say what will work for everyone because everyone's so different. Everyone sees the world different. And as I've been growing as a learning designer, it's been, really challenging to figure out how to motivate different people mm -hmm. to see, to, to change their life. Mm 
So like, for instance, you have a person who doesn't know anything else but one particular job. And when it comes to this pandemic, they've changed and now they have to figure out how to work online in a different format. It's, it, 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 it's either been not the job that's been motivating them, but the reason behind them wanting to learn that format is, is what we have to find out. And so that's the hardest, I think that's the hardest part right there for me. Um, if, if a person doesn't know that part, it's, it's now I become a, a coaching session of motivation and, and talking to them and saying, you can do this and saying, you have to believe in yourself. And so it, that is that transition of if the person doesn't believe in themselves, mm -hmm. then how can they actually take that change? But if there's a person that believes in themselves, it's going to be a lot easier for them to pick up on something new and take that change. So I, I think the most important part is belief before we can retrieve information that we would go out to achieve our goals so that we can be successful. And this was, would some things be that you offer to people to get your coaching, to get not only motivated, but also find their own way on how to, to motivate themselves and to figure out what will be the next step? Yes, I have been, for me, I've, I'm now a master NLP practitioner. Registering right now, um, in the process of finalizing the registration with the International Guild for Neurolinguistic Programming, that's what NLP stands for. Mm -hmm. So this whole thing is, I, I started that training because I realized there was a lot of behavioral stuff that I still had to learn as well about implementing my business and doing things. And I think that, type of training and that kind of learning compared with the uh, the education process, I think it, it's, it's helping me guide people a little bit more. And I think that's the that's the most important part. It's we, we we can open up our minds to stuff, but I think a lot of people miss miss things because it's not scaffold. It's not built up for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I've I've lost track of my question because or the answer to the question just now. But at the same time, I feel like there, there's there's an answer in and what I'm saying here that, that's coming out that I can't get to. Uh, so I, I want to ask you to repeat that question one more time because there's a main point that I missed. And, and I want to make sure I hit that for, for those listening in because I think there's, there's an importance when, when we talk about um, cognitive-based uh, theory, when we talk about our mind, retraining our mind for change, it's, it's challenging in a way that we kind of have to learn to how to unpack certain things for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it may be, this is, this is the biggest problem. It may be, for some people, it may be suicidal ideation that they may have to unpack. And it may not be as big as they thought. It may be something as small as being wild enough to want to drive fast on the freeway to where you could be scaring a passenger. But you have this little bit of suicidal ideation because it's a thrill seeker thing, mm -hmm. you know, where you might need to unpack that to learn how to connect with that person in the car next to you, you know, that you scare all the time driving, you know, and this is just a little personal thing, or it could be something as big as racial discrimination that you're trying to overcome in order to move up in a company or career. So that's why I really need you to ask, ask that question. Well, I can turn it a little bit in a, into a different frame, perhaps, that for people who are there and listening to this or viewing even to this one that what is it that they can change or how they can change themselves 
that they get either way motivated or finding their own way on how to motivate themselves, the source in themselves to get self-motivated, that they are independent from others, to also find by the end their ways and what they want to do and where to go and what will be the next step. Yeah, um, that's, I get where you're, we've gotten into training um, recently, training people motivationally. And so this is still new and that's why I went into NLP. But I I think the major step is, uh, the first thing is belief. Uh, And the, I think the major step everybody needs to take is first, when we unpack stuff, we unpack stuff to clear our mind so that we understand what we have. And so we have to dig into those skills and we have to dig into what we already know and what we already are, are comfortable with so that we can make ourselves uncomfortable, you know? And so for that, I think the, the, the most important thing is belief. And I have this extra part of belief. I think we have a problem in the world today, believing that Maslowian wrote the pyramid, the, he structured the Maslowian pyramid that way for us to be reaching up for things. And that's, I think, our biggest problem. Everybody's always reaching up, like, oh, I gotta reach up or I gotta climb up. When the whole thing starts with that intellectual property that we can create, because the value of money is only valued upon the intellectual property we put out there, right? So whether it be a product or service or even a talent that we're putting out there, that's our intellectual property. So the Maslowian pyramid says we sit on the bottom looking for the needs, our, 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 our basic needs, our, our safety needs, our relationship needs, our, our emotional needs, and our self-esteem needs before we even get to self-actualizing where we want to be. Yeah. So only way we can believe is by self-actualizing where we want to be first. And then as JT always says, you know, taking it, you know, working your way back, re-engineering the process so that you could backwards engineering to, to get to the, figuring out how you get to that point. Everything is that way. And our biggest problem is that we, when we go to school, when we go to school, we, we learn from school how to do things and then we go out in the world and test it. But life isn't like that. Life is go out and test it and then figure out the learning situation on the back end. So we end up running into a wall. And so with the Maslowian pyramid, the only way we can pass that wall, I think, is by turning the pyramid upside down, invert the pyramid, start with self-actualization, and then walk down the pyramid, put ourselves at the top, say, I am here. This is what I plan to do with my life. This is where I'm going. Do everything for that plan. And when we do everything for that plan, we start to backtrack. We start to imprint the plan in our own mind. We start to write it down. We start to take these steps. But the most important part is that self-actualization. And it comes with belief. So belief and, and targeting what we want to do because we believe in ourselves. I mean, I look at people all the time investing in things they don't even understand, mm-hmm. but not investing in themselves and their own belief in themselves. And we should be the number one person we believe in. So that's a nice picture, the upside down pyramid to really start. I would say start at the top, but at the bottom. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That leads me to a question in terms of of negotiation, communication, whatever I address with whomever I address anything, it's all about communication. When I can communicate, I can reach the goals better than when I cannot communicate. And to understand what communication is, in my experience, we don't learn that that's cool. 
how important do you see coaching? We know both of us, JT, he's a great coach, amazing. But your personal experience, when I ask you, how important do you see coaching in the business world? I see coaching as the most important part of the business world now. I didn't understand that before. For me, that's why I, I, I missed the boat, I think. Uh, and I don't mean I missed the boat completely, but I missed the boat that I was already on. I was already on the boat. How did I miss it? <laughs> you know, um, it's because I didn't have a coach. I was already up to this point of producing and I, I was like, what, that's it? And even with my business partner, we had complications. Had I had a coach to go talk to about those complications and sit back and, and maybe take a, a different look, I might not have, I might have had more emotional intelligence to deal with the situation. And I think that was a problem. I didn't have the emotional intelligence to deal with how I was working with my business partner in a certain area. And when I got upset, I got upset and wanted to walk out. And for him, this time, this type of walkout, he thought I was walking away from the business. Mm -hmm. And so he got upset as well. Between us both being upset, we said a few things and we separated the business. After that, I was like, well, you know, I made it to my goal, but what else to do? I still didn't have any guidance. And see, I think that's the, the most important part. I think every time we'll reach a point in our business that we'll ask, what do I do next? How do I continue to grow? Yeah. What can I do? And I think it's challenging when people don't have somebody who's been there before helping them along the way. You see, we need coaches, mentors, and sponsors. The coaches are back behind us, coaching us, but they've also been there before. At least that's the kind of coaches I, I choose. Somebody who's actually ahead of me. Yeah. You know, a mentor is supposed to be right next to you, you know, but they're also somebody I choose somebody who's ahead of me because that's the only person who's going to give me that experience. And then also a sponsor, a sponsor is supposed to be ahead of me, reaching out and pulling me up, but mm -hmm. they're of course ahead of me. So if, if these people are ahead of me, then they've had experience. Then I don't have to run into that wall that we were talking about earlier, where I'm sitting there not knowing any answers and, and not knowing what to do. And then I run into a wall and I lose it all. Or I, I just, as we said earlier about us not knowing what we, in a sense, not knowing what we don't know. And because I don't know what I don't know, it helps to have somebody there before me who's had that experience failed and says, hey, you might want to do it this way so you don't fail, you know? And then I can choose whether or not I want to listen to it. That's where that's important. You, you have that understanding. You can get three or four or five of them and, and listen to them and go, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. When it comes to yachting. Yachting. Yachting or yeah. super yachts regular yachts whatsoever it is a completely different world of people not only the owners but also those who sell the boats maintain the boats mm -hmm. supply the the stuff that are need on the boat and everything that goes around is pretty different than to whatever is here on this planet what i figured out now with your services with your experience with your power with your positivity which is missing a little bit in this field of, of yachts and super yachts. And many are still too serious. 
because it's a tool that you don't need. It's not a necessity. Really something is for fun. Is there anything that you would see for those kind of markets that could be very interesting for those people to have in their pocket? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a yacht fan. Um, and I have to say that because I've always been a yacht fan. I've always been a boat fan. And, you know, if I was just talking about that uh, with my buddy, I'm like, is the boat, do, is the boat working? Can we go out and get on the boat this, this summer? You know, we kind of need that. And, and I'm looking at the fact of there's, there's a few things here. I think there is a necessity for us all to be around water, to experience the energy that comes from water, just as much as there's that experience that comes from fire, like a fireplace or fire pit that experience that comes from air, that experience comes from land. We have to have those four elements in our life circulating through our life. It keeps us balanced. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important for people to spend time yachting. I think it's important for people to spend time on a boat. I think, you know, that energy, I don't know if you've noticed lately, ever since the pandemic, more people are out on boats lately going, having a good time, like they've, they've never been on a boat. And I'm like, wow, you can tell they've never been on a boat. You can tell, and it's that experience that people haven't had before that they really need, they should have. And they should experience what it's like to be gliding across water. I mean, yeah, it's choppy sometimes. Yeah, it's bumpy sometimes, but gliding across, across water and then taking a break out in the middle of water and being able to, within that break, within that break, see like a horizon, a sunset, the, the land. I mean, this, this whole experience, you know, and, and do it with family, being able to sleep in a cabin on a boat when it's rocking. I mean, there's so many experience here, experiences here that are exciting and, and peaceful and calming and balancing. And, and that's what we need. We have to take that time. You know, some of us go get massages. Some of us, you know, do things, you know, that, that exercise wise, you know, some of us have like exercise programs that we go out and do, you know, our Peloton or whatever it may be to mm -hmm. kind of burn off some of that energy to kind of keep that peace. Meditation, yoga. That's what I was thinking about meditation and yoga before, but how about a, a trip out on a boat? Why not do the yoga on, a, on the boat? You know, uh, spend time with family on a boat, get some sun, you know, thrive, live, dream. That's, that's the exciting part, I think. And, and I know that, you know, if, if you can't afford to buy one, rent one, you know, that, that's that opportunity we all have there. So. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that, with those four elements anyway, and with water, which I love a lot. And by the, by the way, also the fire, not that I would burn some things down, but the fire as such as a little kid already was always interesting to me, but the water really get me. And I think with your show, with your personality, it would be a huge enrichment in the yachting world because you bring in some things that most of others don't or cannot or don't have experiences. But that is something that I really have a feeling for that you fit also in this industry totally good because it's, it's something that people, they don't want to hear because they don't know it. 
Once they experience ones, they realize, oh, hold on, there is something else as well that we can implement in our lives, in our yachts, on our yachts, or on the shore, whatever it is, or listen to it. I think that's something that you could also strive for. What would you say when you would have the opportunity to be more in this field? What would that change for you? Oh, wow. Um, that would be great. Uh, that's one of those things that I've thought about, you know, for mostly my second or third retirement, should I say, because I am retired now. So I've always thought about, okay, second retirement, when am I going to get the yacht? When am I going to get the boat or the sailboat or which, which one am I going to do? You know, because people who I've been around in some cases influence me by showing me what the yacht lifestyle is like mm -hmm. and what the sailboat lifestyle is like. Both of those together have changed my perspective of, of water. So being, I mean, have reminded me of how much I love being recharged by water. And so for me, that would definitely change my, my whole perspective a lot. Uh, being able to be around more people that are in the yachting field is there's a certain type of mentality in that field as well. Yeah. So when we talk about yachting, it, it is a high level, high level business field as well. And so that changes my life in two ways, not just for the, the comfort, of that, but it also helps me understand how to be a better business person because the reason why these high level people use that is because they understand the factor of the relaxation they need so they can go back and be powerful in business. So they can be strong in business. And that factor right there also allows them to use their yachting tools for business and not look at them as, hey, this is just a pleasure tool. No, I. this is part of my business. This is part of my, my my what I do mm -hmm. is is I entertain clients here. I speak with clients here. I I meet with clients because it's easier maybe for me to travel by boat, you know, and maybe take them out on the boat and make the deal and close the deal. So these are these are ways that I think is it for me is more important because these are tools that I've been planning in the future to to utilize or be a part of anyway. And so it, it, it fits into my future goals. It fits into my world. So it, it changes my world exponentially to catch that, that way faster than I su suspected. But who knows, maybe suddenly it happens and you don't even realize, and then you're in and you ask yourself, oh, what happened? How did yeah. I came here? Yeah. So that, let's see what's going on in the future. But I heard you once when you had a speech was on a video, I don't remember which one, which sounds really, you know, that this kind of this crazy radio and, and, and television <laughs> moderator. What is that? Can you bring in something like that? A sentence that you really rock the people here? You know what time it is. That's right, folks. That's time for more In the Hot Box with Doc Real. And I'm here today to talk to you more about super yachts. That's right, super yachts. One of the greatest things we know about super yachts is you can spend a lot of time with your friends, your family, your community. On a super yacht, you can talk with people about business. You can talk with people about anything and everything you want to. But most importantly, you can spend time on the water, relaxing and chilling and being part of a community. With that being said, back to you, Walter. Wow, that was awesome. That was Doc Real Life in action in his own studio where it's warmer than in Switzerland. He talks about y'all. He talks about speaking and presentation and entertaining people. That's the guy I'm looking for to have on my show. Well, Doc, I can learn a lot from you. I'll see that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I can learn a lot from you. And I think that's the best part about, you know, collaboration is that we're always learning. We're always connecting with people and everybody in our group, you know, are, you know, I know there's other level groups that I'm going to be growing to get in, you know, but you know, this, this, this coaching experience is, is, is important for everybody across the board. It's, I, I look at it this way. Um, I'm a veteran in the United States army and I have a team at the VA veterans association or veterans administration. Sorry. I have a team over at the VA and they do one thing for me. I have one that's a primary care physician, one that's a, um, a social worker, one that's uh, a mental health worker and two that are peer counselors and they communicate to me. They're just like mentors. I mean, to me, they're just like coaches. I go to them, I ask them questions about my medical stuff. So they communicate together as a team, but I can talk to each one individually and they're going to give me answers about things that I need. So if we're willing to do that with our doctors, if we're willing to do that with our, 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 our physical health or even with our mental health, why aren't we willing to do that with our business health? That's an important a thing. Very so. important and great question that we don't want to answer right now because everyone has to make their own thoughts. Yes. Or her so own that's thought. that thought that I want everybody to, to leave everybody with that kind of thought. Think about that for yourself. Do you want to do that? Why not? It's, if it helps you grow. We don't want them to answer that right now. No, we don't not yet. <laughs> it's not the right time. <laughs> but we're coming slowly to the uh, end of this show. And I want it, but for this, first of all, thank you very much, Dr. Rio. It was really awesome and honor to me having you here on the show. But what are your last words to the listeners, to the viewers of this interview? Remember that you have the power to help yourself grow. No matter what tool, whatever avenue, whatever process you're attempting to use, every day, Every day, you got to encourage yourself, whichever way, whether it be if it's about, I, I don't want to say it's about money, because if, you, if, if you're going to focus on money, you're not going to get there. You got to find whatever is deep in your heart that drives you, the why, the number one why that takes you to that next destination. And once you find that why, you will be able to believe in yourself because you'll work on the things that help you believe in yourself and you'll imprint those ideas so that you start to make that trail. like. I was saying earlier, weirdly enough, I've been imprinting that I want to be uh, connected with yachts, right? And it's imprinting, it's coming faster. So when we start to believe we imprint and we go out there and we look for ideas, we backtrack, we, we, we figure out how to reverse engineer things, retrieve things so that we can take those steps and achieve those little bitty goals and don't forget, when we have those little big goals, we got to remember the little wins. Sometimes we, we'll go through a struggle and we'll fix something. We'll just go, oh, okay, I fixed it. No, celebrate that win so that we remember what it's like when we get to the big win. All those little wins add up to the big win because all those failures are us failing forward to succeed. So as we achieve, we succeed. Thank you very much for sharing your experiences, your life part of, and all those great advices. And I hope that you as a listener and viewer can get as much out of it and implement it in your life, your business, and striving forward 
to your success, which is absolutely individual, not related only on money, but on happiness and on a great time in life, whatever it will be for you. Thank you very much. And we keep up with our topic later on in terms of the super yacht entry for Doc Rio. And in the meantime, take care, stay safe. And don't forget, always be happy and think about Doc Rio when he's on the <laughs> phone, on the air, on the television, on the radio, doesn't matter. And he is the guy you have to listen to. Stay safe. This was the Walter Schmidt Show for the Super Yacht Radio Super Yacht Series now. And see you next time. Bye. Peace. I'm out of here. Because you got to make this system go like its own, yeah.